You say welcome back. It's like we just took a you know five minute break or something. Wait, we I've been, on, uh, I've been on Skype waiting for you to come back for like three months. <laughs> I have to go to the bathroom so bad. Where the hell have you been, man? I've been standing on my computer waiting for this. Oh uh, well, it's December fifteenth, two thousand sixteen ish. We recorded this a couple days before, so if there's any sort of major move we didn't talk about, A, let us know to be sure we talk about it on our next show, and B, we might have just done it early. You never know. We're in time warps. We're still in time warp zone. Yeah, ish. Ish, yeah. Ish, ish, ish. ish. That's what I'm, I'm going to start saying that for everything. Did you pick up the milk, dear? Uh, I did, ish. <laughs> Do you know there's someone in the NBA named Ish Smith? <laughs> so he's almost has a name <laughs> and his last name is smith so. name ish smith ish <laughs> it sounds like a scottish john doe <laughs> i know he's like he's uh, uh name ish what are you doing over that? That's I'm. I do the worst accents. Uh, I can't even do. I can't even do an American accent. <laughs> All I can do is Jersey. I was thinking the other day. I was saying. Uh, I was saying. Listen. 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 I was saying. Listen. And I noticed that my mouth doesn't really open. <laughs> What? I know. I say listen. I say listen. Listen. I'm, listen, I'm, listen. Listen. Now, now try and say eat a dick. And your mouth doesn't close. Eat a dick. Eat a dick. Eat a dick. Eat a dick. Listen. 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 Isn't that weird? Oh, my God. Hooked on gray phonics. I want this <laughs> yeah. refunded immediately. Yeah, that's what they do. That's what I, in the uh, off-season, I've been recording hooked on phonics. <laughs> And someone bought the tape, and they're like, and they're walking around saying, "Listen, you dick. Listen, you dick. Listen, you dick." Well, well, other than than listening and eating dicks, what do you do in the off season? You don't watch other sports. What do you What do you do with yourself? Oh my god, I haven't showered in weeks. What do you mean? What do I do? I don't do anything. This is this is life, man. This is what I now I understand what everyone else in the world does all summer. This is my. This is gorgeous. Your ah. winter is your summer. You're like an Australian. Yeah, pretty much. Um, I'm Southern Hemispherian. <laughs> nationality? Southern Hemispherian. Yeah, that's my nationality. Southern uh, Hemispherian. Yeah, Southern Hemispherian-ish. Uh, I'm heading to, uh, I'm going to Miami, um, and then I am... We're driving down to Key West for the holidays. Oh, uh, that should be fun. And then I'm going to meet my moms and uh, my step-pops and my uh, crazy 89-year-old grandfather in Palm Beach for uh, Christmas. So that's what I'm doing over the holidays. How about you? Oh, well, I was about to say, if you're driving to Key West, is that with Cougs or with the crazy grandpa? I'm glad you cleared that up. Oh, no, no, no. I I think I told you the story about how he drove back from Florida. Yes. Yeah, well, well, he just flew down to Florida last week with his girlfriend. And, <laughs> still uh, together. And, and I he having, yeah, they're still together. So, and, but, they, but they got into a fight on the airplane. Of and, course they uh, did. And he, he, he threatened to drive back again. I mean, but the only thing stopping it was his car, because they flew down and he was having his car towed down by a truck. So his car wasn't there yet. Otherwise, I think he might have turned around and went right back. <laughs> I thought you were about to make a joke and be like, yeah, he threatened to push her out of the emergency exit <laughs> while in flight. Yeah, no, he probably would have. Oh, yeah. God. 
is. He is. Yeah. Oh, man, that's what I got to look forward to. Crazy. Uh, you're not. Got, yeah. Yeah. I, have, I got a long history of crazy. I was about to say because you're not already there. Yeah. Oh no, yeah. No. Listen. 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 You dick. Listen. You dick. <laughs> Uh, on today's show, it's all about winter meetings, big trades and signings. We don't have time to get any. We don't have time to eat any more dicks in the intro of the show. We need listen, to get to it. Listen, listen, you dick, listen. Oh my god! All right, so great. Obviously, the biggest move of the off season was the Brewers signing Eric Thames. <laughs> Woo! Biggest move of all of MLB off season. You gotta love it. <laughs> Yeah, it's not. I I will say I think the Brewers are a. Uh, I, I I like. I don't mind him getting signed, but I don't agree with so many of their moves. I don't know exactly. What? Yeah, I'm. I was surprised by the Thornburg move. That was I a think, great move. Oh no, no Thornburg is. He was tied up for years, and he was so nasty. He, he had, had one he had the best K nine. Uh, for a reliever uh, outside of, like, Chapman and, I don't know, maybe Jansen. I think he was, like, top three. Well, we'll, we'll get to Thornburg in a second. Stop stealing my Eric Thames thunder. <laughs> Have you seen his beard? His beard is amazing. <laughs> Did he grow a beard? Yeah. I, oh, I yeah. He, he went to Korea clean-shaven. I get. Hey, I got an idea. Maybe I'll sell uh, shavers to Koreans in the offseason. <laughs> Uh, he was a monster in the KBO, 37, 47, then 40 home runs. He averaged like 130 RBIs in like an average of 130 games. I mean, he pretty much had an RBI every game. Hit for a crazy average. It's the KBO. I actually oh. think there's something There's something there. I think he'll be mixed league usable. Oh, wow. He's got like a, a poppy beard. He's got a badass yeah. beard. Yeah, it's awesome. Oh, my God. Yeah, no, he is. He he looks like the man. <laughs> he does. He, he is looks the like man. He, he looks like he could hit 30 homers. If you're just going on looks alone, <laughs> that's a guy that looks like he could hit 30 homers. I, I don't mean, know exactly what that means, but he does. He looks like it. it, it I don't think he's going to, but I do think he looks like it. Um, well, it's Milwaukee. Uh, it's yeah, a great, know, great part for left-handed power. I think he's going to yeah. – maybe I wouldn't say he'll definitely hit 30 home runs, but – I mean, look what Adam Lind did there, and look what Adam Lind did before and after that. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, I hear you. I just don't know. Like, there's there's been so many uh, case examples of guys coming from uh, the Korean baseball leagues uh, and just not and the and the power just not translating. Now, now, name, what, name one that wasn't an actual born birth Korean. Um, I don't know. We'll see. Uh, yeah, yeah, you're done. I think, I think like, uh, <laughs> what, didn't, uh, I forget his name. There was one, like, um, uh, what was that other guy's name? Oh, shit. I'll, wait, I'll, I'll think of it while we're, uh, while we're talking. Uh, anyway, there's been so many guys, like, uh, let's see, uh, a lot of hoes. <laughs> Jung Ho, um... <laughs> Uh, park, yeah, Bing Yang Park, park uh, Bing Ho Park. Um, you thought I mispronounced American names. Oh, my God. <laughs> Wait until you hear me say Korean names. <laughs> um, yeah, I. there's been just like a ton of guys that just haven't been great. Uh, oh, that was the uh, – Will, Will and Rosario was like third for Korean homers last year. And he's – no, he wasn't very good in the. Uh, what in the he was? St- he was fine for a couple years for power. Um, yeah, he wouldn't be in Korea if he was fine, but he was okay. I, I, he's in Korea because he can't play catcher and couldn't land a DH job. Uh, okay, <laughs> that's the. I, I mean, if that's the the angle you want to take. I, I guess. But I don't know why were, I'm defending. If he were to hit sorry. thirty, I mean, if he were to hit thirty plus homers every year. I think he would have found work in the States without, you know, like there's a lot of catchers who really aren't that great at catching. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's been, there's been a ton of guys who just wash out in the States and then they go over to uh, Korea and do well. I, it's, I, I, I honestly, I, I'm not an expert on the Korean baseball leagues, but the people who claim to be experts, they say it's equivalent to double A. Uh, pitching wise so 
I mean, maybe Femmes is going to, you know, maybe it's going to translate. He does, I mean, he has shown power in the minor leagues here. Yeah. Uh, but he didn't really, he, he washed out in the uh, majors. He didn't do very well. He barely I, played. Uh, he barely played and he took the money and ran, as Steve Miller would say. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, yeah, I got yeah, some references I mean, you're too. A, you're a Brewers homer. I I don't have. I don't think he can hit lefties. I would put I would put him around twenty to twenty four homers uh, in a platoon, which is fine. And you know, for real life baseball, I guess it's okay. It's not. It's neither gonna. It's really not gonna make or break your uh, Brewers team, uh, and hold, it's hold not on, gonna be a guy that's gonna be drafted in most leagues. What uh. Is she right? She fell. She she had to kill a roach and screamed. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, you know, we'll just do a hard cut there. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm serious. I, I might just cut it right on there. There, there, there we go. We're recording again. Uh, well, yeah. So sorry, sorry, I had to cut you off on your thought there, Grant. Oh man, say something bad about the Brewers, and you just <laughs> cut. <laughs> Uh, I think it was a great move. They got him for a pretty cheap deal. They got rid of Chris Carter. He's he's so irrelevant. Okay, let's I know. Well, I I was going to do the big Red Sox one first, but you started it yelling about Thornburg. (laughs) You never pay for saves, Gray. I did not start it. Sagnoff. You said Thames, and then I said Thornburg. No, you started it. Sagnoff. All right, so the Brewers don't get... A ton of a haul, but they get Travis Shaw. See what happens with him at third base. I don't think he's great, but you never know. <laughs> oh my God! I, it's, I'm sorry. It's hilarious trying to hear you justify. I don't think he's great, but it's it's Tyler <laughs> oh, Thornburg. Mean, he's like twenty. Uh, who knows? Maybe he'll be only mediocre. <laughs> he's 27 and has had so many injuries. Like he almost he he had to uh, he foregone. The Tommy John. He has a torn uh, UCL. Uh, uh, is that better or worse? What are you saying? I don't that- know. He got like he did. He, I don't know. But he's had a lot of injury issues, and he's a reliever. Whatever. I like Tyler Thornburg a lot. He was Thorny was great, but Thornburg is great. And I'm sorry not to get off of uh, fantasy for a second, though. You you re- I mean bullpens win playoffs and they win and they win games like you can go with a a mediocre uh, staff and get pretty far with a great bullpen. I I think getting rid of Dornberg is just it's just not a I don't think it's a smart move for the Brewers. But for fantasy, he's going to be a middle reliever, so it's not really that. Oh, uh, that's why you hate this because he doesn't close anymore and it's bad for fantasy. <laughs> No, this is why I hate it. I think for the Brewers, I think it was a bad real world move. I, I don't, I don't believe that they got as good as they gave away. I think they, uh, you know, I think they got had a little bit. But you know, well, I, it's it's so hard to say with prospects. You never know. Maybe uh, maybe some of the prospects they got for Thornburg will pan out. And uh, well, the. Yeah. Uh- the, it's it's always possible, and that's maybe not something we realize for another year or two. We may not know it for two two or three years. I mean, who knows? True. Uh, they got Mauricio Dubon. He's a prospect that took a big step up last year. Uh, leave it more to Ralph and Help. Ralph Ralph and Help. Yeah, the prospect yeah, guys. Let the prospect podcast uh, figure so out what the hell these people are. <laughs> talk to him some. <laughs> Made me happier with the deal. He's kind of a. Not a platoon, but can play anywhere in the infield. Uh, so if someone gets hurt or they, you know, Shaw flames out and they move VR back to third, or maybe Dubon can play third at some point. I don't know. I thought it was a good deal. Whatever. Moving on. Oh, oh, I do want to mention Corey Knabel, and you do pronounce the K. Uh, didn't have great numbers last year, but his stuff is fantastic. And he hurt his oblique, like at the end of spring training or something. That made him mess up his whole year. I mean, you you have an injury in spring training as a reliever. It can throw you off the whole year sometimes. His stuff is great. I think he'll be a really good closer. All right. All right, cool. I mean, that's uh, 
Yeah, it's definitely he'll come at a discount because yeah. no one knows who the hell he is. Yeah, so that's someone I'll uh, sag off on for sure. All right, let's get that to is, some... if, if people, as I say, no one knows who the hell he is, and then we move on. I, I, I think we should clarify that's going to be the Brewers' closer. Yes. So if I didn't clear clarify <laughs> that, yes, he, he yeah. will step in and be the closer. Um, yeah. All right, so some actual big moves, and we got to move faster because we're 17 minutes in, and I've only talked Brewers. <laughs> Uh, the Reds, <laughs> the Red Sox get Chris Sale. Any big changes for sales value for you? Well, I don't know if there's necessarily going to be a huge difference in value because of the move. Um, maybe he gets an extra win um, or two. I don't know. I mean, he did have he had 17 wins last year, so I'm not necessarily counting on many more wins than 17. If if any more, I mean the uh, you know, and wins are so arbitrary as it is. I'm more concerned with the fact that his, uh, his his K rate went down last year and his velocity went down. I think uh, you know, I think that could be a red flag. I don't necessarily, uh, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say that it definitely is, and to avoid him because of that reason, I would say to avoid him just because you shouldn't be drafting a top starter anyway. So. I would avoid him because of just general strategy, but I do think there there is there's more. I mean, there's more red flags here than I would like to see from a top starter for fantasy. Uh, from a real world perspective, it'd probably be like uh, it'll probably be like the David Price situation where you know even if they get a barely under four ERA, it's all all the Red Sox really need is innings. They don't really care. <laughs> With, yeah. You know, they they need two hundred solid innings and sale will definitely give them that uh the white Sox get an absolute haul um as they should for sale uh yeah. yon mancada michael kopech 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 whatever luis uh, Alejand- uh alexander basabe his brother's alejandro that's not confusing uh and someone else i didn't care about whatever but those three prospects i mean mancada you know perennial all-star could be a fantasy stud kopech could is you know, could be the flashiest pitching prospect pretty soon because he throws hard and was already towards the top of the list. And this Basabe dude, not much outfield depth for the White Sox. He could play sooner than later. All three of these guys could have a fan- big fantasy implication. Maybe less so Kopech for the short term, but uh, Mokata, drafting him in the what round? Mm, probably the last three rounds. Whoa! A, uh... That's well, I mean, it it depends on what what goes on, uh, it, whether or not he has a starting job out of uh, in spring training and out of uh, and out of spring training. Oh, yeah, if yeah, uh, for sure. if he does, for I mean, if he does for sure, then maybe I'd bump him up about five or seven rounds from there. But yeah, I mean, he's a end of end of a draft flyer that I like a lot. I'm definitely I'm I'm looking forward to drafting him on teams. I just don't think he's anything more than a flyer at this point. He has, uh, you know, he's shown a terrifically awful ability to strike out a <laughs> <Yeah>. ton. <laughs> Striking out 60% of the time. Brief, yeah. Uh, well, that was only in eight games, yeah, but I yeah, uh, I, he has though, even in double a, he was striking out over 30% of the time, which is not good. Uh, but he has power and speed, which is always attractive. I, uh, I like him. I think he can be a guy that ends up on every fantasy team as shallow as a 10 team league by, uh, you know, by May. I think he's someone who could really break out, but there's, there's definitely risk attached. For sure. I I just think the upside's there. I might be drafting him earlier than you if we were drafting today, but we have months of more information to come in. Uh, Moving along. White Sox also, get more prospects in an even better haul. Uh, let's start with the uh, boring side. The Nationals get Adam Eaton. Do you yeah. care? You're drafting him in the top 10 rounds? Um, uh, it depends on how many teams are in that 10-round thing. But uh, I would say, <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, eight-team eight league, 10 rounds let's is just 80. Pretend, let's just pretend my rounds are always about RCLs to make uh, life easier. So 12-team league. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, I think he's at the he's at the uh, he's at the tail end of that, likely maybe uh, a little bit past it, maybe 150, 160 overall. I'm not a huge Adam Eaton fan. I'm not I either. maybe even 175. I think he's overrated uh, because he just plays a lot, uh, which you can't really. I mean, I, I guess you you can count on a little bit, but I wouldn't necessarily bank on runs and average uh he doesn't give you a ton of power he doesn't give you a ton of speed it's it's very boring uh to own a guy like this over the course of the season you're looking at someone who you know last year you break down his stats it's like one homer and one steal every other week it's that's pretty painful to own when you're going when you're actually uh living it you know yeah uh, I will say that the some interest for me is that he's never a big power hitter. Uh, he's kind of more of a slap gap to gap, and that'll help in DC because mm-hmm. I think his BABIP will go up. I think he hit two ninety three hundred, and if he hits first or second with a much better lineup around him, I mean, he could score a ton of runs. Yeah, well, he will. I mean, I don't. I can't imagine him hitting below second in any scenario unless he like totally flames out and for some reason has an unlucky Babbitt and hits 180 for April. Otherwise, he's he's cemented in the top of that lineup for sure, which will be good for runs. It'll uh and and he will have a decent average. I just, you know, I mean average and runs only take you so far until you're you're like, "Oh, Jesus, hit a home run or steal a base already." Fun time to be a White Sox fan. I don't know when the last time that was said. Maybe when Ozzie Guillen was the manager. Yeah. Um, but they get Lucas Giolito, Reynaldo Lopez, and a first-round pitcher that I forget his name. That was drafted last year. Whatever. We'll see what happens there. But Giolito and Reynaldo Lopez definitely selling low. Everyone's take is that uh, the Nats got taken here. So do you agree with that? Yeah, definitely. Here's a uh, not to not to harp on your your sh- your shitty Brewers, but hey. wouldn't if you, wouldn't you have taken Giolito for Braun? Um, yeah, yeah. So I mean, I don't see why the Nats wouldn't have done that. Uh, I mean, the because Nats... because uh, contract. Yeah. Ryan Braun's getting paid like seven times. As, I I don't know the numbers. I'm pulling up his contract. All right, now. that's it. No, but, you don't have to. That's a fair point. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Adam Eaton signed like a five-year deal last yeah, year, year before for super cheap. And that's, I think, right. why they did it. So that way they don't have to go into the uh, free agent market for a while. Yeah, that's fair. All right. You, you got me. All right. Um, yeah, no, Giolito's great. I'm, I'm pumped about, uh, you know, when he comes up. I, I don't think it's probably going to happen until June. I don't think he can pitch really much more than maybe 110, 120 innings uh, in this coming year. He's, uh, you know, he's probably a guy that comes up in June, maybe bounces a little bit back and forth between uh, between the, um, the minor leagues and the majors. I, I think he's probably a, a good year away still, but he's he could be great, at, and he'll probably show it at some point like this year in, you know, drips and drabs, maybe you'll see a good starter or two here and there from him, but he won't be fully there. But, yeah, I mean, as soon as maybe 2018, he could be really good. Yeah. I'm, uh, I'd am i be excited if I was a White Sox fan for would, sure. Would you draft Reynaldo Lopez if he starts the year in the rotation? I mean, throws 100. Yeah, uh, interesting. I, yeah, no, I, I don't think so, except for maybe in – you know, in, in deeper leagues, yeah. I mean, every, everyone gets yeah, yeah, drafted. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But I'm in a 12-team league now. I'm not drafting uh, Lopez. You know what this means? There's no roster crunch. Someone's going to for sure be in the rotation. <laughs> Woo! Where are you now, Greg? <laughs> I think I heard this. I heard this at, like, the airport or something. <laughs> <laughs> what airport? Uh, <laughs> I was in San Francisco. Remember, I texted you. I know. I wanted you to tell the story to the audience. Oh, yeah. No, I heard it. I heard it in the San Francisco airport, and I looked around. I was like, oh, my God, it's Joe Ross. (laughs) He actually walks around with his entourage. They all have boom boxes, and they just play that song on loop. (laughs) It's his entrance music. (laughs) Entrance into everything. Yes, yes, into everywhere. (laughs) It's like, oh, my God, shut off the music already. I'm trying to go to sleep. (laughs) 
right, moving along. Seattle trades Taiwan Walker and Kettle Marte to the Diamondbacks for Gene Segura, Mitch Haniger, and a reliever. Uh, where do we go? Taiwan Walker gonna pitch in the NL, but get still get but gets a shitty park out of it. Right. Yeah, it's a little bit of uh, it's a little bit of a double-edged, bittersweet move to the NL, but he still gets a ton of crappy teams and. He'll get good road parks if uh, you know if he's able to put it together. I don't know. I like this move for Taiwan Walker. I think anyone going into the NL West is uh, it's a plus. Uh, you know, Arizona is a bit of a negative, like um, you know, like Granky showed last year. So <laughs> yeah. it's not it's not a clear it's not a clear plus for Walker. But I think he's you know he's a guy who I liked already coming into this year because of you know his year last year was surprisingly good he had a an eight plus k rate and a barely over two walk rate so right there is that's a draftable three to four fantasy starter so he goes now into the nl and if he can you know if he gets uh an eight plus k rate and um you know, if he gets an A plus K rate and a two uh, two walk rate in the NL, he could surprise with a three five three six ERA. Okay, I, I don't disagree. I mean, Kettle Marte might be a deep league play. I like this. I think this is the first trade the Diamondbacks have made where you're like, oh, okay, that that's good. I kind of like that. <laughs> After all <laughs> yeah. their terrible trades. Uh, did you hear that uh, Taiwan Walker had? I think it was like eleven bone spurs in his foot. Uh, no, Jesus. That's that's more bone spurs than I have toes. <laughs> it's the same for me. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I just thought that was interesting. So remember, he had all those foot issues, and they could never quite sort it out. That actually is not a bad idea, though. If uh, if I were to critique, um, you know, the uh, the creator or whoever the hell, or <laughs> who evolution. I would say that if you get taller than maybe 6'4", 11 toes probably isn't a bad idea for balance. Oh, okay. I like that. Give it an extra toe just to kind of yeah, help. Yeah, I think so. I don't know. I mean, I'm not saying I could one-up <laughs> the creator or anything, but I think I just sort of did. What's up? <laughs> uh, so we always thought, or we already thought Gene Segura. I, I like how I say the creator. <laughs> like I am... So uh, holy. All right. What were you saying now, Gene uh, Cigar? Right. This, um, this took a philosophical turn I was not expecting. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> uh, Segura to Seattle. We thought he was going to regress anyway. Now he goes to a terrible park. Uh, yeah. It's not good. Why <laughs> doesn't uh, 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 Viar should uh, get traded over there too? And see, it's just like all the all the terrible all the guys who are supposed to regress this coming year should go over to terrible parks <laughs> just to sp- speed up the regression. <laughs> um, yeah, Segura goes to Safeco, which is not good. And uh, I, you know, like you, I mean, like you already said, I didn't expect him to repeat last year as it was. So it's uh, it's not a great situation for him. I think. Probably looking at maybe uh, 10 to 12 homers, 25 to 30 steals in a full season, um, a lot less runs, uh, a lot less RBIs. It's, uh, and it's not great. Yeah, Segura gets a definite hit on his value. Uh, Mancata is the opening day starter for the White Sox, and in, we get reports he's going to be an everyday player. Mancata or Wow, Segura. that was cool. You, did you get a message from your future self? Yeah, how yeah. Did, how in the last 10 minutes did we decide the White Sox opening day lineup? I get weird it's little portals. It's the December. Where did this information come from? All right, well, if that happens, Mancata or Segura on draft day. Um... I'm going to say Segura just because, I mean, he's already done it more than once. He's, uh, you know, in, in 2013, he had a good season too. So I, I'm i not writing off Segura completely, but I do think he's going to regress. Mankata is a total question mark wild card uh, flyer at the end of drafts. I think Segura is way before that. Okay. Uh, and probably the most, like fantasy if you're playing in a fantasy league you'd see a trade like this 
the Royals send Wayne da- Wade Davis to the Cubs for Jorge Soler. Uh, no fantasy leagues I know. Unless uh, that, you're, well, you trade a closer for the upside dynasty Soler. Well, you trade a top three closer for, I don't know, maybe in a dynasty league. Yeah, he's got elbow issues too. You really like relievers all of a sudden. No, What's I don't. wrong with you? I, I don't like Davis. I like the Solar side of this trade. Oh, I do. okay. I'm just saying it's not a completely, like if you're trading this in a fantasy league, I'd want more for Davis. Uh, where, oh, for sure. Um, well, well, but yeah, in real, okay. in the real, in the real, in the real world where we live, I think uh, Davis does has he has arm issues, and that's a real concern. I would not, I'm not touching Davis in any leagues unless he falls really far. Um, you know, I don't really necessarily draft closers high anyway, but I think, I think this is a terrible move. I said. Uh, I said on the site um, that I, I, this reminds me of a move that the Red Sox in t- 2005 would have done. Like right after you win the World Series, this is the type of move you do. You trade for a guy like Wade Davis. I don't think you do this before you win a World Series. This feels like a move that's just like you're just sort of treading water and hoping that he does well and does does well enough. Um, I think it's a uh, yeah, I think it's a move that's definitely going to bite the Cubs in their ass. I don't, I don't like it. Yeah, but it's I, not like Solaire was going to play, though. No, but still, I, I think Solaire's got – he's 24. I don't know. I think you do – I think you go into the season – if I were going with – I would go in with Rondone, and if he doesn't work, then I'd figure out a closer in the in season. I wouldn't – make this move i would trade solar for something else or have him be a platoon guy with schwerber or or platoon with someone i don't think uh i don't think i I would trade for davis i think it's just a uh it's a move that's like showing like hey look at us we're you know we're, we're big shits now we can trade for a guy like wade davis it's it's a lame move i think okay interesting uh kelvin herrera or wade davis as your first closer uh, wait, what, what was the first one? Kelvin, is it Kelvin Herrera? Kevin oh, Herrera. Kelvin Herrera. Um, you know, I'd probably take Kelvin Herrera, but I'd probably take him after Wade Davis is off the board. I think Wade Davis is going to get drafted much higher. So <laughs> i take Herrera for sure. I just don't see them going at the same spot. What are you saying, Cubs fans are biased? No. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I know. Yeah, I I don't necessarily. I don't dislike the Cubs. I mean, I, I don't. I don't. I don't mean it to sound like that. I just don't like this move. I think uh, you know everyone else on the Cubs is fucking phenomenal. You know, Bryant, Rizzo, <laughs> Jesus, go down the line, and it's like Christ. It's a it's a badass team, but I don't like Wade Davis personally. A couple outfielder signings. The Cardinals signed Dexter Fowler in an ultimate fuck you, Cubs. <laughs> Uh, eat a dick (laughs) (laughs) listen 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 eat a dick uh so fowler to the cards do you like him at all there uh yeah no i think it's uh i think it's relatively a uh a lateral move for him i don't think he's gonna necessarily do much better or worse um he's 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 kind of what he is i mean he's a 15 to 20 homer guy over if he gets a full season, if he stays healthy. And he's a 15 to 22 steel guy. So, yeah, it's not bad. I don't, I don't think he's, uh, you know, I like him more than Adam Eaton to give you a. Uh, yeah, I was going to ask you that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I, feel like, I feel like they're pretty analogous, but I think uh, Adam Eaton is just, he's got a stronger floor, but I don't necessarily think his ceiling is anything uh, like Fowler, who I'm not necessarily enthralled with, but I don't think, but I think Ian's much less interesting to me than Fowler. Okay. And I know this next outfielder signing is going to make you really interested. Ian Desmond signs with the Rockies. Uh, I don't know if they've come out and said it, but it sounds like he might play first base and outfield, but either way, probably going to play every day. You love your Rockies. I do. I think the. Uh, I think they said he was going to play first, and okay. I, it's still early. I mean, they're they're talking about getting Trumbo, which would be an insane move for the Rockies, or for not for the Rockies, but more like for uh, Trumbo's value. 
Um, fantasy value, that is. Yeah. Uh, I think Desmond is a waste for the Rockies um, at first base or anywhere on their team. Uh, frankly, I think it's a really terrible real life move. I, I kind of do uh, too. Yeah. I, I think it's like, it's such a, you know, it's like they're not in any place. Like, Desmond is the kind of player that the Red Sox or the Cubs or the Dodgers, like a team that's on the verge of winning, you, you get a guy like Desmond. You don't get a guy like Desmond if you're the Rockies. I mean, what, what are they going to do now? They're going to win more eight, eight to seven games uh, than any other team. It's like you still have nothing else. <laughs> you still yeah. have no pitchers. Well, they just know pitchers will never sign there. Yeah, no, I know. But you have to figure out something with your pitching. And Desmond at, you know, 31 years old, a five-year deal with an option for six, it's just that's a ludicrous deal. Um, but anyway, for fantasy, I love it. <laughs> I mean, God, he was a 2020 guy in any park. Um, you know, I think looking at him, you wouldn't necessarily realize it, but he always – He's up there in the top for uh, for distance on his home runs. He hits the really? ball a far away. Yeah, I remember his rookie year. He he hit the longest homer in uh, Nationals Park up until that point. And at the time, Adam Dunn was playing there. So I mean, there were there were some uh, balls hit far, and Desmond hit the furthest. So yeah, he he crushes balls, and I think he could easily hit thirty. And still get that, you know, those steals. And no one hits below 250 in course. So he's going to hit for a decent average. It's just, it's a phenomenally great move for fantasy value for Desmond. Um, it's, I think in the end, it's going to, you know, it's, it's probably going to hurt one of the guys who's there. Hopefully not during the season because then you're going to get killed. And by that, I mean, you know, maybe Blackman, maybe Cargo. Um, maybe someone else, but probably one of those two guys probably will get traded in the middle of the season, and you're gonna, you know, you're gonna lose some value on on one of them. Um, but you know, you never know what happens with that stuff. Uh, but yeah, Desmond for Desmond alone, fantasy value, great move. Desmond or Nelson Cruz this year, next year, whatever. Ooh. Upcoming year. <laughs> oh man, that's tough. You know, I. I kind of like Desmond. I think he adds in 15 to 20 steals that you're not going to get from uh, from Neon, uh, Neon, <laughs> Neon Cruz. Ah, that's the best. That's the best spoonerism ever. Oh, my God. I, I did not even mean that. Um, yeah, Neon Cruz. <laughs> um, Desmond's 30-15, and Neon is what? 35 five. Uh, so yeah, I probably go Desmond. All right. I, I can't really disagree. Does, is De- does Desmond make your top 30? Ooh, you know, I'm, I'm right now. I'm actually doing my, uh, my rankings and, uh, I don't have him in the top 20, but his numbers really aren't that different than a lot of guys I do have there. It's yeah. a, and he you had know, the, the Rockies, the Rockies really are, I mean, Colorado is just, it's such a, it's such a great place to grab player, the hitters. Um, I want to, you know, I want to grab Arenado. I, I love, uh, I love Desmond now. Uh, Blackman isn't bad. Uh, you know, uh, so many guys, uh, even Trevor Story. I mean, oh man. It's a good place to grab a hitter, but top 25, top 30, probably not for Desmond. But close, pretty, very close. All right. I'm going to like Desmond a lot. Had the second half fall off, but any, any fears can be assuaged by going to Coors, right? Yeah, let's assuage them. All right. All right. I'm moving. Uh, I had a quick hitter's header. I'm moving it up to earlier because we got so much more to get to and we don't have enough time. Get ready to get gonged if you go too long, Gray. All right, go for it. All right, Angels get Danny Espinosa for some bleh pitcher prospects. Draftables in MI, Danny Espinosa? Mm, nah. I don't know. Nah, not, not in a mixed league, nah. Okay. 
They also get Cameron Maven. Take a flyer on him in a mixed uh, nah, RCL. Nah, not a mixed league. Nah. I, well, I mean, I'm, excuse me, not a 12-team mixed league. In, uh, you know, deeper mixed leagues, you know, it depends on how deep you go. But, yeah. Oh, that's what she said. Wow, wow, wow. I don't know. In a five-outfielder league, outfield is so barren these days. Yeah, maybe. Maybe yeah. I would draft him with the uh, thought that I would pro- maybe drop him after uh, the first week when he's yeah. not doing well. <laughs> but I, I wouldn't necessarily hold the guy like Maven all year. All right. Um, Toronto signs Lord Guriel. Uh, what's uh, what's her song? What's her song? I can't think of it now for some reason. We're royals. You're, you were way off with your no, seat. that's what it is. It's like, oh, George Brett was a royal, and we're all royals. <laughs> uh, but he signs with the Blue Jays for seven years at only $22 million. I thought that was surprising. Yeah, it was. But I think uh, a lot of people looked at him, and they thought, and they saw Yunel Escobar. Um, which still, I mean, at... $22 million would be a great deal for even Yunel Escobar, yeah. the way contracts go. But, uh, I yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, he doesn't look very interesting for fantasy. Uh, pro- possibly a platoon guy, maybe bench player. Uh, maybe they, maybe he is Yunel. I mean, there's not, there's not much more there, though, I don't think. Yeah, last year in Industriales hit 10 homers. <laughs> And hit 344 in 59 games. But the Cuban luster is coming off. You want to know what it is? Signing players from Cuba is like that that really hot girl you'll never get, you know? Because it's like, ooh, you know, I can get it on the slide. Like, we can get around, you know, not having diplomatic no, relations you know what it is? You know Cuba. What it is with- no, let me finish my point, Gray. <laughs> now that the floodgates are open and they're just giving it to you, you're like, eh, this isn't interesting anymore. All right. I was going to say, it, using your analogy, it's like you take out a really hot girl and you take her out and you take her out and she's just not putting out. And you're like, why? Why? Am I getting used for free dinners? I, <laughs> I guess think, that's close. She used yeah. to, they used to put out really well. <laughs> yeah, they did. But lately it's kind of like, I, I don't know. Maybe we've... Uh, depleted their league of uh, worthy players. I don't know. Wow. Ah, anyway, moving along. Boston signs Mitch Moreland. I, I blame Obama. <laughs> yeah, well, well they'll, they'll stop putting out once uh, <laughs> once this new guy's in office and shuts down Cuban relations. Wait, no, no, no. Oh, man. I had the... Uh, I had the election results on my DVR. I had oh, why would you ruin it for spoiler me? alert. Uh, Man, why did you have to say this guy? You couldn't say this person? Oh, uh, that's a good point. I didn't really ruin it, except for by getting gender issues. Obviously, I was talking about Gary Johnson winning. <laughs> oh, man! You ruined it again! Uh, damn it! You talked me into a corner. Uh, the Red Sox signed Mitch Moreland for one year. Uh, he's got power, plays for the Red Sox, platoon song. Like, uh, yeah, I, I like it actually for fantasy. I think he's going to be surprising uh, for, uh, you know, 12 team mixed leagues. I, I think he could be a guy that, you know, has 25 homers and is, is someone you just platoon uh, here and there when he's facing a tough lefty. Speaking of Red Sox power hitters, Pablo Sandoval is skinny. What? <laughs> It feels like it. He's like, uh, uh, what should we call it? The uh, Saberhagen uh, metrics. You know the Sa- you know Saberhagen metrics. A kind of vaguely, isn't it's, that one uh, of your it's terms? When, it's when a guy does really well one year and then does poor the next year and then and then does well again the year after. <laughs> well, that's what Sandoval's like. That with his weight, it's like one year he's fat, then he's skinny. He's yo-yoing more than Oprah. He's Chandler on Friends. <laughs> Does that mean you're saying Sandoval's on coke? Oh, <laughs> uh, the devil's dandruff. Okay. Uh, the Yankees signed Matt Holiday. Do you care? Uh, not really. AL no. only, pretty much. I I could go I could go off on the Yankees, but we'll we'll keep it short. No, I don't care. Okay, we'll save the Yankees for the next one. Next podcast, we'll we'll have more time for stuff. Uh, uh. St. Louis took a dump on the Braves <laughs> and gave them Mike Garcia. 
It's like a it's like a Jaime dump. That's why I like buy me. I mean Jaime's fine. He could eat some innings, but they salary dumped him for yeah, people that weren't interesting. Real, that's more of a real world thing. Yeah, yeah. he's not gonna do anything for fantasy. So the Braves rotation is gonna have Jaime Garcia and they sign R.A. Dickey and Cologne. Dickey and Cologne. Well front and back rotation. Yeah, good front end and good back end to the rotation. Exactly. Yeah, that's, I think, how you want it. Dickie's going to be the one and Cologne's going to be the two of their rotation, right? Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> Dickie's going to fuck him and Cologne's going to oh shit my, on him. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> what? Uh, I think you even started it. Uh, you're the older one of us, and you're still going into, like, middle school. Uh, I did start this, so I, I take the blame there. Do you care about any of these guys in anything but NL only? Uh, no, no, no. God forbid, no. Well, I mean, Cologne's been... Moving, moving on. No, uh, I, yeah, I mean, he's been fine, but you're not trying. I mean, what is he, a 5K rate guy? <laughs> Come on, he's ridiculous. <laughs> All right, uh, Tampa Bay signs Wilson Ramos for two years. I think the plan is hopefully he's back by June, July, and he can DH and then maybe catch the next year. This is what I picture with Wilson Ramos. Someone, a bunch of people in March are going to be like, look at me. Look how smart I am. I'm drafting Ramos and put him on my DL for a couple months. <laughs> then they're going to get to May, and one of their top guys is going to get injured, and they're like, I think I have to drop Ramos. <laughs> <laughs> That's how it's definitely going to go. Oh, a yeah. random tangent, even though I know we're on quick hitters. Uh, the uh, the new collective bargaining thing, really the only fantasy impacting thing was the, the DL stuff, I think. DL's yeah. now 10 days. That's, yeah, I know. That's good. I saw that. Yeah, I think that's, I think that's, that's uh, cool. Yeah, that, well, I mean, that reinforces that you can't, there's no reason to long-term stash people because more people are just going to go on the DL real quick. Right, yeah. Yeah, I think you're going to see a lot of uh, day-to-day for like three days, and then it's like, ah, oh, we might as well DL them. I mean, what's yeah. the Yeah, what's the difference? We'll be back in five more days, you know? Yeah, uh-huh. Yeah, I mean, that's a big change. 15 to 10, that's a third less. Yeah, no, it is. It's so. gonna. I think it's going to be surprisingly uh, relevant in, uh, during the season. I think that's yeah. going to come back a lot. Yeah, me too. A uh, t- couple Toronto signings. They get Kendris Morales. Do you care? Yeah, I mean, okay. he's in a hitter's park. He should be in a good lineup. Should yeah, okay. no, I think uh, he's sort of the he's a he's the kind of player I think that is really great for deeper leagues because no one really cares about Kendris Morales, so he goes super cheap. Um, so you're, you're able to get him for uh, you know you get him for a good price, and he'll give you. 90 to 100 RBIs, 25 homers. Uh, it won't kill you in any any other categories except for maybe steals, but you're not really drafting for that anyway. Um, so, yeah, I think he's great for deeper leagues. For shallower leagues, and I don't know if you can be that patient to really uh, take a guy like Morales because he clogs up your DH spot, and uh, he's just kind of he's kind of just there. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, Toronto also signed Steve Pierce. <laughs> and, and in related news, the Blue Jays had a terrible offseason. I know. Well, they went cheaper, and Steve Pierce did hit two eighty eight last year with 13 home runs in roughly half a season. If he hits two eighty eight with 26 homers in Toronto, I mean, he's not going to play enough to quite do that. But it's a hitter's park, and he had some stretches last year where he was must-own. Yeah, maybe. I, I think the Blue Jays are in for a long season in 2017, unless they are able to get Edwin or or pull off some maybe Trumbo or pull off something in this final uh, you know month or so month or month to six weeks of uh, the off season trading. Yeah, yeah, they signed some pretty bottom end guys, but yeah, really bad. Yeah, uh, the Mets spent more money. M- Monday, Blah. the Mets <laughs> spent more money. To keep Cespedes, uh, you care at all, really? Uh, he is what he is. I mean, I, I, I would draft him. I like him. Yeah. I just, I just don't think this. I mean, his value doesn't change because he, he was there last year. So Cespedes like, or uh, Ian Desmond. Um, you know, Cespedes is is surprisingly 
decent, but he doesn't have the speed quite like Desmond. So I'm going to say Desmond and Coors is just a little bit better. Yeah. I think I, I think I agree. I, yeah. Know, it, it, it's funny that like, I, it feels like I needed to be sold on Coors, but I don't know. I don't know how to put this into words more. I always knew Coors was awesome and all the guys hitting there would be awesome. But it's still just like it never ends with how good cores can be. I mean, Gerardo Parra wasn't very good, so that was kind of annoying. But mo- almost every well, he other... didn't really play. Yeah, I was actually for the uh, for like the rankings that I've been doing. I was looking up. This is this is a super fast point. I was trying to find someone who uh, a regular everyday player who had hit below two fifty in the last eleven years. And I found like three guys, and and the guys are like Clint Barmas, like guys yeah. that are like, of course they're terrible. You like Corey Dickerson is a great example. He hit three hundred um, in cores, uh, three fifty probably in cores, and in you know in Tampa and in an AL in a different park, he was barely own- he became barely ownable at times last year. I mean, most he went of the time being, last year, he's yeah, I mean, he went from being that good to that bad. That's how. That's the difference Coors makes. Yeah, it's no joke. I mean, Nolan Arenado, I love. Don't get me wrong, but he's not a forty homer hitter anywhere else other than Coors. Yeah, and and I was I didn't really buy on Story as much, and he was just phenomenal. And mm-hmm. yeah, it's just yeah. you get all all the Rockies you can. Uh, the Dodgers re-sign Rich Hill. Man, he was so good last year. Obviously, only went healthy. Yeah, he's been good for a while now. Uh, I would give him probably two and a half years, maybe. Only went healthy, of course, like you said. But, yeah, I mean, he's he seems like he's solid, went healthy type of guy. You drafting him next year? Yeah, I think I think he's – if he's healthy in the spring, I would draft him in any league. Um and then expect to either drop him or deal him. Justin Turner re-signs with the Dodgers. This just came out since we've been recording, really, or maybe right before. Uh, he was usable. 27 homers last year. Kind of surprising. Mm-hmm. Everyone. Everyone hit 27 homers last year. That's true. Balls are juiced. At least. Yeah. Juiced. 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 Uh, Turner top 12 rounds or so. Is that too high? I think that sounds that sounds maybe a little bit low. Um, I'd say maybe top ten rounds. Yeah, ten ten to twelve. I guess. I guess you're not too far off. Probably in there. Okay. Uh, Justin Turner at corner or Eric Cosmer. That's is that even close? Um, Cosmer was kind of like fell off last year, right? I don't know. Yeah, he did fall off. I, you know, it's like Turner is probably getting a bad, he's probably being underrated by us. I mean, his numbers really aren't far off from, say, Kyle Seeger, um, who gets drafted, you know, top 60. Um, Whereas Hosmer is probably being overrated by us and and others. I mean, Hosmer really hasn't done a whole ton of a lot. Um, So. I don't know. I might reevaluate that Turner twelfth round thing. I might put Turner in the top one hundred. Okay. He hasn't been. I mean, he, he Grant, the only thing really going against him is his age, and he's not that old. Uh, interesting deal that the Braves signed Sean Rodriguez. You'd think he'd play most of the time. Had eighteen homers and hit two seventy last year. Had a really big resurgent year. Got paid for it. Mm, yeah, I mean, he's a platoon player. You think I think they'll play him more than platoon him for the money they gave him? Um, yeah, no, I mean he is a platoon player. They might play him more. Uh, <laughs> I okay, I don't know if they, I don't know if they will or not, but he should be a platoon player. Um, he's kind of like, uh, you know, he's a uh, he's a guy you 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 probably best off. I could see maybe. You platoon, who would you platoon in that lineup? Uh, I don't know. There's really not a ton of guys you platoon there. I mean, you platoon who? Uh, Peterson, I guess. Yeah, I, I mean, I guess you put, you put Sean Rod at second, and you platoon Peterson, I, I guess is what you move. I don't think do. you platoon Peterson at all. You just, no? You just then who do you platoon? It. I mean, you can't really platoon Ender, and you don't platoon... 
Marcakis or Kemp or Adonis. Hey, Ted, what are you doing? Hey, <laughs> no Barky and no Barky. You got uh, to talk like a stereotypical Italian for the, uh, Ted to understand. <laughs> I guess two years, 11.5 million. I thought it was more for some reason for Rodriguez. Okay. So, yeah. um, another uh, pirate that moves on, Matt Joyce goes to the A's. That's definitely a platoon. But yeah, that's but, such a that's such an A's move. Is there a is there a more A's move that every A's move is kind of an A's move in, in a lot of ways, but I mean Matt Joyce is such an A's player. Straight platoon. Yeah. I don't disagree, but thirteen home runs last year can give you some power. Yeah. That's about it. Yeah, he's he's a batty call. Alright. Houston signings. Oh my god. So Slim owns them in the REL baseball and he <laughs> hates old players. With the reckless abandon. He, That's all they got. They yeah, got yeah. He owns the Astros in that league. And, uh, yeah, he is not happy with their offseason. Uh, Josh Reddick staying there. Do you care? Um, I mean, I I think he's fine uh, for – yeah, I mean, I think he's decent enough to draft. I don't think he's necessarily that wonderful, but, I mean, he's fine. I might draft – I might take the flyer on Maven over him. Uh – yeah, I mean, it's kind of apples and oranges. Maven gives you different stats than Reddick would give. Uh, I think Reddick is, you know, he's, he's fine for a little bit of power. He's also a platoon guy, though, so you gotta, yeah, you got to yeah. worry about platooning him. Um, against lefties. Yeah, right. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, and then they got – well, go ahead. You could say Yeah, they right. got Carlos Beltran as well. I mean, he was good last year. I just yeah. – I don't know what to – do do you draft Carlos Beltran? I guess you kind of have to. Yeah, I don't. Some someone will though. I think uh, you wouldn't take him as your fifth outfielder. No, I don't. I wouldn't bother. I I'm not going to want a player like that. He's the kind of guy who just you draft him and then you feel like you have to hold him. And if he puts together a year like 2014 when he hit 15 homers or he puts a year together like 2015 when he hit 19 homers, then you're just screwed and you're, you're holding on to an old player just because of he had good years 10 years ago. So I'm not drafting Beltran, but someone will. Someone will draft him. 295 average and 29 homers last year. Yeah, some, yeah some, no, he had a great year. I, I'm not him. denying that, but I just, I'm, it's not my type of player. Okay. I might take him if somehow he lasted till the very end, but I kind of doubt he will. Uh, they also signed Brian McCann. Do you care? Eh, eh, for a catcher. If, uh, yeah, if you punt catcher and, I mean, I, they're – their lineup is a little bit jam-packed with, uh, know. you know, they have Gaddis. They, they have a lot of platoon guys now. Unfortunately, they don't have straight, like, I don't know, McCann and Gaddis are going to platoon. And then I guess Beltran will DH. It's There's a lot up in the air exactly how their lineup is going to shake out. I think, if anything, well, I, if, if I were them, I'd probably trade Gaddis for a bullpen arm and, and clean up some of their – you know, clean up a few of their uh, some of their lineup. I think they're a little bit heavy on you know the two run homer guys. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I McCann is not bad. I'm just not necessarily sure if he's going to be playing more than a platoon, which is similar to Gaddis. So uh, don't laugh at this, but we talked about this last year that uh, Charlie Morton's velocity just got crazy. But and then he tore his hamstring trying to cover first base. AL only, I'm telling you, I haven't read it yet. I just fan him. But someone wrote a full article on Charlie Ted, Morton. Ted likes Ted likes Charlie Morton, apparently. I know. I don't know. They're, the the velocity and he's a ground ball guy. Ninety four miles like an hour. The, uh, I like the professional nature of the podcast when we have a dog barking. Oh, that happens on the basketball one too. Oh, Slim has a dog? Yeah, he's got a dog named Brownie. He's the Rasball basketball uh, mascot. This is the Rasball baseball mascot. Ted. Oh, Ted. Oh, boy. Um, Yeah, no, I I think Charlie Morton could be a surprise next year for uh, all leagues. Um, but okay. is he draftable? No, no. probably not really. No, no yeah. No, no, so, no, um, yeah, I mean, definitely worth watching to see what, you know, I – I wouldn't be shocked if he's the kind of guy who 
you know, puts up insane spring training stats and then everyone starts saying the same uh, sort of, uh, you know, same stuff as you right now. And they're like, wow, Charlie Moore, are you buying? <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, yeah, pulls like a Nicasio or something. <laughs> yeah, I was just gonna say Nicasio. Yeah. We we see how well that turned out. <laughs> uh, Andrew Kashner signs with uh, Texas. That's not fun. Oh no, he's terrible. Yeah, I'd rather. Yeah. He, I'd rather. He he's been bad for probably a good like two years now, and he's not getting better. Yeah. Agree, and it's not a good park, obviously. Yeah. Uh, Seattle got some pitchers uh, for Alex Jackson to Atlanta. That's mostly for the podcast, uh, prospect podcast, guys. Uh, but yeah. wanted to throw it in there in case you're in Dynasty and don't listen to that show. Be sure to listen. Alex Jackson could bounce back. You never know. Uh, Seattle also picked up Danny Valencia, who was a you know, sleeper candidate for a lot of people at the beginning of last year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think uh I think there might be something there. I think uh he's likely to be uh someone that's on and off of waivers in most uh shallower mixed leagues, but you never know. I think there there could be something. He's he's not necessarily young. I mean, he's already, you know, he's 32. Uh and he hasn't really ever done anything uh especially wonderful. I mean, he's he's been kind of a solid enough platoon guy so yeah i mean maybe he figures it out um i wouldn't necessarily count on it for most shallower leagues but you never, you never know 287 with 17 homers i'm surprised that his final line ended up like that and he the one that punched billy butler and got yeah trouble? yeah him and him yeah. and butler got into a big argument yeah. i uh yeah i think butler um where where the Butler sign anywhere? Or is he on the uh, outs with everyone? I think he's still in the market. I'm not sure. But, yeah, uh, he's on the he's in the market for a prime rib. <laughs> Valencia better not yell at Cano for not running out that ground ball on the infield. <laughs> <laughs> uh the Marlins signed Edson Volquez. Do you care? And only maybe. No, not really. No, and I I, uh, I think uh, Crayola Canyon is a good is a decent park. I I think he'll have streaming value, but. In the big picture, to own a guy like Valquez, no, no, no way. Yeah, and he just pitched in Kaufman, so it's not like he's coming yeah, up from yeah, yeah, right, Yankee exactly. Stadium or something. Yeah. Uh, last one, your favorite player, Gray, is going to be a closer yet again. Fernando Rodney sides with the D-backs and gets to be the worst pitcher of baseball, but be but never he won't he won't give up an earned run until July, and you'll continue to call him the worst pitcher in baseball. It'll happen. He is, isn't he? I mean, there's nothing good about Fernando Rodney. <laughs> He's gonna close. Sack Actually, off. there Come is on. one good thing. I like how he he can't straighten his baseball hat. Oh my god, his, <laughs> his picture cap, is so his bad. His cap is always a little bit askew. <laughs> Uh, so there you have it. There's our wrap-up of everything that's happened in trades and signings, or at least most things. If we miss anything, be sure to let us know. So we oh, can be wait, sure we, should, uh, we, we wanted to announce we're doing the uh, spring training. Oh, yeah, yeah, good call. So we are going to go to Arizona spring training games on March 3rd through 5th. So come out and join us. I'm going this year. I want to get one of those, like, uh, baby carriers, remember from trial? Yeah, baby? the baby Bjorn and yeah, carrying yeah, you around. And, and, yeah, I'm gonna put you in that and just carry you around the spring training and, games. And then great. we're gonna be like, uh, and then I'll put a one on myself and I'll carry around Ted. We'll be like oh! rusty nesting dolls. Oh, that would be adorable. <laughs> that would be cute. Oh. Uh, I don't know if you mentioned where we're going to Phoenix. Phoenix, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I'm not sure. I, I missed it if you said well, I said it. the um, Arizona games. But, yeah, going to Phoenix, I mean, you know more. But this yeah, is my first time know, going out there. Uh, I'm not sure where we're staying, but we're definitely going to stay downtown. But, yeah, anyone, you know, we're still pretty – we'll probably talk about it more in, you know, the new year. But we're definitely going uh, first weekend of March, March 3rd. And everyone is welcome. Anyone who's listening, you're welcome to come out. We'll take some games. We'll go get some beers. And – I'll, maybe I'll get one beer because I'm I'm a bit of a lightweight. But yeah, you guys can get beers. <laughs> Can't wait to see uh, you get tipsy there. See how things. <laughs> yeah. So if you see a little Jersey guy yelling at uh, the beer counter, like the Whole Foods cashier, and you see this giant dude just chuckling at him, that's us. You'll find <laughs> us. We'll be easy to find. <laughs> 
Uh, so yeah, we'll talk more on that. If you want more info, hit up the comments. Uh, March third through fifth of two thousand seventeen. Gray, we have been going. We've been going for way too long, but this this has been. I feel like it hasn't been the biggest this season is, for this changes. Is super. This is super sized for but, sure. But this uh, there was like a lot of things that happened were like that were like kind of fantasy relevant. I feel like <laughs> yeah. I feel like there's usually one or two <laughs> big I, I ones. There's nothing no better fantasy baseball podcast that is kind of fantasy relevant <laughs> than the rap ball baseball. You know box. what we are great is fantasy relevant. We are. Ish. No, we're we're really kind of yeah. We're, we're ish, all right. Nah, we're, you, po- we're podcast-ish. Podcast-ish. All right, great. Uh, we'll be back in January, maybe sometime in January. We'll try to go bi-weekly up until March or something. Then we'll get to do a podcast live in person Woo-hoo! in Arizona. That'll be fun. All right, we got to get out of here. We'll be back sometime in 2017. And, uh, Gray, I'll, uh, I'll catch you then. Love you. All right, have a good holiday. Uh, no. Well, you can hear it. Yeah, I like how you have it all oh. ready to go. No, well, I actually didn't. Have <laughs> I it appreciate to go. that. Yeah, it's like, huh? Let me see. What can I test out the sound with? What do I have right in front of me? Where are you now? Oh, I'm just so happy it works.